0: Whatever the Hyundai you want. Hey, I'm Ricky Sittenhouse Jr. Yeah I'm not in Hey, this is Kenny Rose, and you're listening to a A-pah-pah. A-pah-pah. This podcast covers all things photo sports. It's unfiltered, it's unbashed. And- Ooh, f. It. We're going f- crazy.
1: Hi Jay. Uh oh, is Jay not talking to me? Hello. Yeah, wow. I'm here. <laughs> there he is. It was.
0: I don't know. I had never done that before. It auto muted.
1: Oh yeah. So it I don't doesn't matter the happened. video on. I never had on. to
0: do it before.
1: Whenever yeah, the video comes on, it auto
0: muted it.
1: I don't know, man. Well, it doesn't matter. I kicked it's it out over last now.
0: week. Right when the video. <laughs> yeah. How are you, Jay? Blame it on the rain, man.
1: Blame it on the rain. It's a little um, vanilla up in here.
0: Chad, I'm here What's tonight.
1: Up? You're here tonight. No, no. Well, listen. Yeah. Huh? We we had a big race in yeah, NASCAR. It was the Daytona 500, but no one cares. We don't care because why do I not care, Jay?
0: I know because why I don't care. F1's I don't know why here. you
1: don't care because F1's here. Well, it's true. happy
0: F1 season. It's also the it's the namesake for tonight's show because while Millie Vanilli was a band masquerading as singers. NASCAR is a series mas- masquerading as a race series. Oh, my god. And that's going to ruffle the some tail feathers off our tonight.
1: It's our, our base listeners, yeah. man. We just like uh, everybody Dude, on rabbles. do Don't turn off the radio. Don't turn off the radio, ESPN Paris one oh five one. Listen to us for just a few minutes. Jay will explain later.
0: Yeah, because you're, you're going to disagree with me anyway, but that's fine. Ah, <laughs> we'll see if I disagree or not. And I, mean, the, I still the, think. The yeah, worm has
1: turned, my friend. The
0: worm has turned. Yeah, man, she's packing a newsie. Anyway, we got yeah. the F1 winter testing in Bahrain this weekend. Yeah, we uh, Day do. one complete. I'll be talking about that. Uh, we got at the Drive to Revive Season 5 premiere tomorrow night. Well, I'm I guess so for excited. some people, if they lay out of work on Friday, or if you're in Europe or Asia, you'll get to watch it. I guess if you're in Asia, you've already watched it anyway i'm pretty excited um,
1: I, I won't be at work tomorrow i'm yeah. gonna binge watch drive to survive i'm pretty excited about that
0: wow pretty stoked that would be cool um, i'm gonna rub
1: that in a little bit more
0: yeah I'm did sure i tell you, you i'm gonna
1: binge watch uh, drive to survive tomorrow jay don't worry did, i'll give you all I the spoilers on saturday
0: that we're doing our first actual version of podiums and backmarkers markers tonight
1: i did i saw that on here and i saw that you put a bunch of stuff on here something about a sit and spin yeah, i don't say. know what it was though It's a special edition
0: podium and back marker. (laughs) And and then we also have continuing our F1 history series. We're going to be talking about Alpine slash Renault and McLaren. So two huge, huge companies on the racing scene and, and getting in, delving into the history of their, their Formula One outings.
1: Sounds like it's going to be an action-packed and action-packed episode tonight, man. I'm pretty excited.
0: And we're going to do some we're going to do some trickification and some edumacating here on on some things tonight. So that'll be nice too. When we're going to start that off with F1 winter testing by rain.
1: All right. Did you get to I, watch I any get, of it today? I didn't get to watch any of it. I did get to catch up with it for a few minutes on Planet F1 and uh, another board. I am I'm on was talking about it a little bit today. So I got to read some of the, those guys that got to watch it. I got to read their input and what they had heard and then got on planet F1 and motorsport.com and read a little bit there. Um, so yeah, I, I got a little bit, I got a little bit. I don't, I don't understand what Max was doing out there today, but um, anyway, you, you you probably got to watch a little bit of her, some highlights of it. So will not we dive into I it did. a little bit?
0: Well, I mean, first off, we have to talk about what this is and what this isn't. Um, it's obviously testing right so they're less concerned with who's the fastest on the track today than is our car will our car be sustainable for an entire race season because after this weekend um they're going to get the clamps put down there's only certain things they can do to the car after that so without serious grid penalties um so it's important to know that if you did catch it today or even if you just looked at the the live timing on F1.com or, you know, you saw some YouTube videos. Um So you get these cars are running with different fuel loads, right? So that's going to make the car heavier or lighter, depending on which one has more uh, fuel in it. And then how many laps are they running? And then which drivers are running for each team? So today, Max ran almost double everyone, 157 laps, which I already... Had that in there? That's weird. You did not. I oh wow! Yeah, there. we put that in the notes twice. Did it's we really? Oh, bottom. you sure did? Yeah. Wow. I did. That's kind yeah. of funny. So anyway, he,
1: <laughs> what, what I didn't I thought it was that, crazy. Great minds think alike. That's almost three races worth of laps, man. It is.
0: It is. And Devries ran eighty five. That he probably needed I mean, I, after he, having to be lifted out of the car last year.
1: You know what this, when I look at what, this is what I think when I look at stuff like this. Okay. Yeah. I think of Nick DeVries, of course he's running. And now I get it. First off, let me say this. These guys don't, maybe don't get to pick how many laps they run. It's their team. You know, I understand that. It's not, it's not max saying I want to run this many laps. It's, it's Christian saying, Hey, this is what we need to do. Yeah. Yeah. But in my head, what this correlates to in my head is two of those three guys are champions that have the most laps run today champions out there trying to get better you know what i mean whatever it takes to get better this is what is in my head is i see those two and i'm like those two are trying to get better they're doing whatever it takes to help the team to get better and then you got nick devries who's a rookie that is you know what i mean like immediately that's what i thought of is is he's out there running because he sees two champions out putting out that many laps and he's trying to learn trying to be like those guys i don't know that's what i thought of immediately is is they're not happy they're always trying to get better um
0: well tomorrow or today now because of the time zones, but, um, max won't be running at all. No, it's Sergio tomorrow, right? Sergio and teams. This is important point to make in winter testing. Some teams run both drivers every day. Um, and some teams run one on one off and then they might both run on the third day. um, Max actually was out there that long just to set the record for how many laps ran during winter testing. Just so you want to oh, know. There you if go. You to know. Yeah. Well, and then
1: I, I read something too, that they, because, they know, had Christian him coming Warner. in. Yeah. They had him <laughs> coming in quite a bit to practice pit stops too. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. You know, that was, again, that was
1: neat. Always trying to get better.
0: So we had Lance stroll out cause he injured himself in a cycling incident, which is hilarious because his teammate is Alonzo who a few years ago also injured himself in a cycling incident. Uh, So he was replaced by, you know, Rudy Rudiger. That's not his name, Uh, but it sounds (laughs) like a reference. Yeah. Anyway, he uh, he got out there and ran it. It had an electrical issue. Red flagged the session for a while. So interesting. But the point I want to make about Aston Martin is that they finished out the day second to Red Bull in timing. Now, again, you have to take into effect fuel load. And we don't know what that was. But they yeah. were only 0. 0.029 seconds behind Max, at least Alonso. pretty was. close.
1: Yeah, it's pretty close. Um, and and I put I don't know if you saw this note on here. So that actually came off a message board of some <coughs> guys that I that I was reading today, and that they you know they kind of dive into it a little bit, and they they're talking about how there's a lot of smoke behind Aston Martin being really 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 solid in the wind tunnel this year. So that's not my. Like, I'm not trying to break any news. I, I stole that right off a website. But okay. I Mean, but it's but it's kind of cool. You know what I mean? You got you've got these guys that are come out today, supposedly lots of smoke behind them being fantastic, new car in the wind tunnel, everything's looking good, like they're they're testing really well. And then they come out there and they're, you know, three hundredths of a second off Max for That's that's True. pretty legit. I mean, that's also three
0: hundred seconds off of a team that has penalized twenty five percent of their wind tunnel usage this year based there you go. on their infractions last year. Yeah, so, so that makes I'm that an saying, even yeah, cooler stat.
1: You got, you know, one thing kind of leads to another and kind of gives you evidence to a body of work that they may be pretty salty this year.
0: Yeah. So, well, you know, not to not to be a homer, but, you know, Ferrari came in 3-4 today together, which I thought yep. was awesome, one. And two, there and was some social media buzz. There was some, so- that's because Fred Vasser likes signs better than Leclerc, but we can get to that later. I mean, later. who cares? Who um, cares? Yeah, I'm, I'm there for Ferrari, not for who's driving the car. But uh, anyway, Ferrari had an interesting... It was on social media this morning. I didn't get to do a lot of research on it. So anybody else that heard about it or saw it, and and you have more info than I do, but apparently there was a dimple on the nose of Ferrari's car. Like every time they went to high speed, the front bumper would... would Or the front nose would actually dimple in. And then under braking, it would pop back out. Now, it'd be easy to write this off as a mistake, but or... And I'm going to start some crap here. Or is it a brilliant piece of strategy? Because a dimple on the front nose at high speed would change the airflow over the car. So it's probably nothing. I'm probably, yeah. you know, shouting tenfold at the high. wind here. Ten, yeah.
1: J's out again. Yeah. Uh, well,
0: this would be tin foil pro me as a Ferrari fan. But um, it's probably nothing. The dimple was not symmetrical in any way, shape, or form. I saw the pictures. Um. Uh, uh thank you Brooks Bell for the comment I'm, I'm intrigued so by
1: Merck. He so Brooks is on on uh, the Sooner Scoop where I got the information okay. where I, I was reading through today it was kind of fun so I put our link on there so anybody could watch this but um I, I think these guys are pretty good pretty big F1 fans so it's kind of neat to find a little community within my OU community that, that are F1 fans it's and I neat, don't man.
0: disagree with his statement specifically the last sentence in Russell and Hammer Time are an A-tier duo do Brooks, not dispute the only that. thing is George Russell, Russell has to
1: keep his shirt on no, we gotta no, keep a shirt on, bro.
0: And he's he's got tur a little bit, man.
1: Um, so there's that. I like you called him and, Hammer you know, Time. To, I'm gonna could, guess. I'm gonna guess Brooks is a Hamilton fan. What do you What do you think?
0: Well, almost all Ham fans call him Hammer Time. You notice oh, we've never God. used the term Hammer oh. Time on this show until tonight.
1: I, I immediately think of uh, MC Hammer going across the yeah. stage in those big old pants. Which I don't know, man. Lewis Hamilton wears some funky outfits, dude. He does. So two terms Can't that you need this. to
0: know if you are listening or watching uh winter testing that you'll not hear during the season. one is called flow Viz paint and the other one is aero rakes now they're very similar to each other in in what they study, okay. but we'll start with flow Viz paint so basically this is a mixture of oil and a and a dyed powder that is dabbed on certain spots on the car okay and
1: I knew you'd like that you see his comment he
0: put up there? Oh, man. Yeah, all the That's way. Jay's
1: favorite driver.
0: Yeah, I think because he drives more than just F1, and he does well at all of it. Um, anyway, they put these dabs of this paint-oil powder mix, and then when the car gets up to speed, obviously that, that little splotch of paint gets blown across the car. So the engineers, okay. when it comes back into the pits, they can see which way... The air is flowing over the car. I mean, it's, it's actually, it sounds really ghetto.
1: It's a redneck. That's a redneck thing, man. That is like something Billy Bob thought up in the backyard.
0: What's like in American cars when they would test cars out at, um, uh, what's the name of the track? It's most popular. One of the Uh most popular test tracks ever in California. Is it
1: the one where, uh, what's his name? Ford versus Ferrari. Ken Miles died. Yes. Not Sears Point. Uh, Willow Bend. Willow Bend. No, Big Willow. Oh, God. Big, I don't know. Yeah. Weeping so anyway, Willow, I don't
0: know. So anyway, they would use to tie pieces of paper off the car. And yeah. then it would just watch the airflow blow off the thing. So the other piece is an aero rake, which is this aluminum, basically scaffolding that's attached to either the the right on the nose or on the back. And it tests the same thing. It's got sensors on it and they can test airflow over the car and under the car, and then engineers can determine where they need to change. So you'll see that on some cars. Signs had it on him today.
1: You know what's crazy, as you're talking about all this stuff, you know, the first race is next weekend. And I don't know if we need to say that again. Our first F1 race is next weekend. Yeah, no kidding. It's crazy they do testing with all this aero stuff this close to the season. Well, they normally don't. I've got the J hand going. Um, And they don't do it earlier, so they have more time to fix whatever they find. You, yeah, you well, they used to that. do
0: it. Yeah, they normally don't. Usually, what used to happen was they'd go to Barcelona, and it was like seven days of winter testing, and then it was a month before they'd go to Bahrain for a last pre-test. Okay, and then the week later they would run Bahrain. This year, no Barcelona. A week before, you're right. A week before the race, and they're pounding it out in three days.
1: So, so Jay, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask a question. And we did not get to oh, do our rundown um, uh, preview where I can ask all my dumb questions oh, for Jay God. and he gets to you think know, about them for a little bit. So we didn't get to do that. Why did they stop doing the winter testing the month for at Barcelona?
0: Do you know? I, I do not have an answer to that question. And I, I don't think anybody really does. Kind of I think some of it was COVID. I think some of it's the fact that they've got a 22 race schedule yeah. this year, which is insane. Um, So, it's a busy year and it it was hard to cram everything in and you know drivers are going to be burnt and teams are going to be burnt out as it is so i think that's a lot of it oh
1: you know brooks put on here money that's i mean you guys are right on the money by the way i can already tell you and brooks would get along really well brooks open invitation you ever want to come on the show and come in here and talk f1 with jay you guys can get into all the technical stuff while i try to learn something over the corner um yeah you're, you're more than welcome anytime you want to come on man
0: yeah and he's right man can you imagine the cost of Seven I days thought, of testing at Barcelona versus three days at the track you're already going to be at anyway.
1: So, Brooks just put on here, I think the track paid to be the only testing site,
0: yeah. Which and he's I was probably gonna say,
1: right. F1 people, I thought they just printed money and then what they do, don't they have yeah. like Russian money, uh, sugar daddies that just print money and then how this thing works? Not anymore, not, not anymore.
0: <laughs> it's not like we're doing Saatchi anytime soon,
1: <laughs> man. I'm gonna tell you, by the way. Not that I miss that race. Here we go. I,
0: I miss Saachi. But, I but love online, Sauchy. I, really I miss that race. Sauchy's such a good, good track for me. <laughs> it's the only
1: race I'm good at. The only <laughs> thing I'm good at is conquering Russia. That's the only thing I got. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: Well, so anyway, my last piece was, and this is is the drive to survive uh, premiering drive. tomorrow, and we're all excited about it. I'm looking for. I mean the the quick cut trailers we've got show. A lot of potential for the season and i hope it lives up to the hype but it's important to note that if your entry if your gateway into formula one was drive to survive that it is a tv show
1: it's fantastic though. and
0: they and they do it is a great tv show and there's a lot of truth in it yep but not everything is 100 percent accurate and i can't believe i'm about to defend lando norris are
1: you trying to tell me that everything on tv isn't true
0: It's just like the internet, man. It's absolutely everything on Facebook is true, man. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Everything so Lando did one of those, and I'm still trying to get used to these on YouTube. But he did one of those YouTube shorts where he's sitting around with his buddy that's always with him when he's not racing and some girl, probably his girlfriend, probably not, who knows. And they're watching Drive to Survive and they're watching a scene with where Lando is on audio from the car to his race director and he's right near Danny. Um, and he okay. was saying that the audio that they played wasn't even from the race that they were showing.
1: Well, and he's like, this is
0: what he's, and we knew this, but it's important yeah. to point this stuff out. And he's like, this wasn't even from this race. He's like, they were just dead set at, at painting us as enemies. And he's like, it was nothing like that. And he's like, listen yeah. to the audio again. I even if it. it were the same race, listen to the audio and, Danny Danny says something he's like he's pushing right up on me what right when they said that if you look at the race he's about 15 feet away from him so you know as much as I love that show I, I've got to take everything with a grain of salt especially the in-car audio because they could put that wherever they want you know what I'm saying yeah 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 so anyway that was my that was my two cents on drive to survive season five what are you most looking forward to Chad you really haven't said anything but, about it. But we've talked about it a little bit. and, and Yeah, but we've, we've actually, beat around the bush, and we haven't really nailed Brooks, anything down.
1: Again, man, Brooks, may, no offense to Mikey. Mikey's going to always be my favorite uh, FuelPod Nation member. But Brooks nailed this with these two comments. This is what I'm looking forward to the most, the Piastri stuff. We've talked about it a couple of times. I can't wait to see how that all went down. See, I can't wait.
0: I, I'm not. I think real life. Ended up being better than what they're going to show on on Drive to Survive. Oh, I literally surely. hope they don't waste. I hope they do not waste ten minutes on the Piastri stuff.
1: Oh, I hope they waste a whole episode.
0: I don't because <laughs> I, think, I mean, think that's a tremendous just, waste of time. Given everything, I know, but that I want
1: to know what happened like in the background. I okay, want to know how hard how hard Alpine kept fought to keep him to keep Get your, your hands over the camera, Jay. I know that
0: man. <laughs> That's my talk to the hand.
1: <laughs> I want to know how hard uh, Alpine fought. I want to know what McLaren did, you know, because remember all that was going on while McLaren was um, we support Danny Rick, but he's got to do better. But we support him about stuff was taken out of context. I don't know about next year. No, Danny Rick's going to be our driver. It was all that crap. I want I an think- entire episode over that drama. It's like I- a, uh, uh, a Mexican uh, soap opera. I can't wait to watch it.
0: Yeah, and I think it's a long time waiting for a train that's not going to show up, man. And here's another piece. Piastri, that was gangster what he did. Absolutely. I think the best thing DTS can do is paint it as gangster and say it was a mic drop moment. He's like, I have no intention of driving for so-and-so. That was a Mic drop, I'm out. And then move on to something else on the show. And I think that would give that the best, but. I agree. You know, I mean, mean, I,
1: well, hold on. Wait, I want, I want a whole episode of that though with the very end of it, like maybe all the buildup of him going to Alpine because everybody thought he was going to Alpine. I mean, they announced it and <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's what I want. No, no. <laughs> he, Brooks may become my spirit animal. I'm just going to be honest with you. Can we uh, talk about
0: how all my children is actually grammatically incorrect and it should be all of my children. But anyway, moving on. Says the guy uh,
1: that says pouring the rain. Let's not talk about grammatically correct.
0: That's a, that's a demographics thing. It <laughs> it's a demographics thing. I mean, I don't say whoppy joled It's freezing so, the cold outside, too. It is freezing the cold outside. All right, man. So uh, moving on to our F1 history series, and we're going to talk a little bit about Alpine. Um, Alpine started in F1 in 2021. Except, you know, They didn't start in 2021. Um, They started in 1977 as Renault. And on and off, they have been a constructor works team and a power unit supplier for so many teams. Um, And, man, I totally just accidentally hit my thumb on my phone and lost my, my document. So, anyway, they have won five Drivers' Championships and six Constructors' Championships with Williams and Benetton. Um, they Red Bull and Chad, you brought this up last week, Red Bull won, won, you know, the Constructor Drivers Championship from 2010 to 2013. That was all on Renault PUs. Okay. Power unit. Um, Yep. So while they haven't singularly won a gigantic amount of championships, they've been involved in Formula One for quite a while and they are extremely successful more as a power unit supplier than as a works team. Um, I don't know what your thoughts on them. I've always, I've always had a soft spot for Renault because a lot of people don't realize that they are the largest car manufacturer in the world. And one of the oldest, I didn't know. Um, that. I just,
1: I like their old uh, liveries they are black and gold or black and yellow.
0: They also, as you know, as an army guy, I got to tell you, they basically invented tanks. So, you know, there's that, or at least they had the most, one of the most successful tanks in world war one. Um, so the tally, if you're keeping track, as a works team, two drivers championships, two constructors. As a power unit supplier, they have 12 constructors championships and 11 driver championships.
1: That's pretty impressive. It is.
0: Good and uh, obviously, Obviously, they hadn't won in a while. And then, of course, there was the drama in Season 1 of Drive to Survive that played out in real life where Red Bull ditched Renault for Honda, or as Christian Horner calls them, Honda, because, you know, they have to add R british might have to add a r to the end of words like that so once honda took over for them Renault kind of went downhill they had had they pulled in danny rick and we of course we know how pulling danny rick in goes so in fact the very first race of the year he drove over his own front wing as it fell off the car <laughs> driving through the grass um so and that was at australia his home race first race with Renault, race at home Start finish line. He barely made it past the pit stop exit uh, before Ah. he went off into the grass and ran over his front wing. Anyway, um, (laughs) they obviously needed a change. So Cyril Bittabou, who used to be the team principal there, he supposedly, gigantic air quotes, resigned um, and is now a rally team principal. Um, And they pulled in a new guy. And they rebranded it as Alpine. Now, Alpine has always been the sports car division of Renault. Um, They're more known in Rally than they are as far as the name Alpine. They're more known in Rally than they are F1 and some other forms of racing. Um, see I
1: didn't realize they're the sports the racing division. The sports car yeah. division. I always think of yeah, like they're the, the, the gloves. I always the, the gloves,
0: you know, and the yeah you
1: see the shoes. The CDs, say, CD players. I thought that's what they were. Yeah. <laughs> no. no, I didn't think I didn't think that. Uh so I so I thought they were a uh, like a performance racing brand. Yeah. I didn't realize they were a sports car
0: division. Yeah, they are. It's kind of cool. Um well, you know, this year, um they're going into it. Who's their drivers this year, Chad?
1: The French Connection, man.
0: Esteban Ocon and the gas man. Pierre I, I, Gasly.
1: God, I love Pierre Gasly. Yeah, who does? He's man, one of he's, my favorites, man. Yeah,
0: absolutely in, he, insane good talent. He just need. I think he really needed to break the the Red Bull leash. Yeah, I I'm pretty excited about him this year. Yeah. I think he's going to anyway, have a good year. What's by your by prediction way, I, on him?
1: Uh, I think they're going to be... Well, you know, I, I put Sneaky, sneaky on... Uh, man, my problem is... Damn it, Jay... I'm not supposed to say that, I don't think, is that...
0: No. I think... See my face right now? Yeah, wow. I think
1: <laughs> Alfa Romeo has a shot to be four. I think Alpine has a shot to be four or five. I think Aston Martin has a shot to be four or five. I think McLaren has a shot to be four or five. I think, inevitably, I'm going to be wrong. like Because I feel like they're all right there. Um, and,
0: and Brooks, just to, just to address, because that's, that's a good question. He said Renault is more of an everyday car brand too, right? And they are uh they're famous for their hot hatches um the mcgon the Clio, all famous cars for them um oh, one of their most famous was the r5 on. and that was back in the day that was that late 70s 80s rally beast that they that they created um so yeah Renault's a huge company
1: absolutely so dark horse to finish where brooks um uh, what was I going to say? Oh, so I think they're going to be fifth. I think Aston Martin's going to be fourth. I think they're going to be fifth. Now I feel like Alfa Romeo's going to be sixth. I don't, Man, I don't know. dude. This It's is so hard. tough, isn't it? That midfield is so tough. It's really easy. I know the top three. I know the bottom two.
0: Well, my prediction is fifth. And for the record, they finished fourth this year. Yes. So I feel like and the car can only get better. better. I think they got yeah. better.
1: I think their drivers got better. I think with some um, luck,
0: they can get fourth. Um. Again, this. This year,
1: fifth battling land. How the cool north.
0: would it be? How cool would it be? And I'm not saying it's Alpine. I'm absolutely not saying that. But how cool would it be to see the top three shaken up this year?
1: Oh, it would be awesome to see the top three shaken yeah. up.
0: Yeah, I mean, as long um, as it's not Ferrari that gets booted out, I'm I'm okay. Of course, <laughs> well, now that I said be, that, that's exactly who it'll be.
1: It has to be because I don't think it's going to yeah. be Mercedes, and it's definitely not going to be Red Bull. Oh, it could um, totally
0: be Mercedes, and it could be it Red Bull, be Mercedes. man. Mercedes- I just think Mercedes They could, more They talent. could come to a race with an upgrade package and totally hose their car, man, and that'd be it. Well, I mean,
1: they did the first of last year, if you remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I So going back to Renault for just a second, or going back, yeah, Alpine-Renault, um, my favorite drive-to-survive moment, and we've talked about it on here, and I think yeah. probably my favorite Renault moment, was it was Cyril, right, talking to Christian Horner. Yeah. And right after Danny Rick decides to go to Renault. This was great. and. And Christian had already decided to move on from Renault as the power. And he's like, oh, guess you're looking for a uh, driver and a power unit. And I will like the look on Christian Horner's face, like he wanted to punch him square in the face was one of my favorite moments of drive to survive. And he,
0: he had his own zinger coming back, but it took him a bit. It was almost like it was too little, too late where he was like, you know, now you've paid all this money for your, your, for your driver. Um, You know, and you're losing the money from us. And, of course, Cyril got him right back. He goes, we have plenty of money. We're not worried about money. So, anyway.
1: King Russell. All right, McLaren, man. uh, Bouncing into people and then blaming them for it. And and I say that. I'm going to bring up during
0: this history of McLaren.
1: Oh, the reliability. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Get into some McLaren, man. All right, so McLaren was founded obviously
0: by the by the New Zealander Bruce McLaren. Uh, If you don't know who Bruce McLaren, he's got one famous moment that's technically not his when Ken Miles won the 24 Hour Le Mans, but due to a weird rule where um, Bruce McLaren actually drove more distance than Ken Miles because he started further back in the field, uh, Bruce McLaren was given the championship. So
1: anyway. Oh, for real? Yeah, you, I remember so that. That's where they then, wanted to line up the cars at the very end, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, back and the, cross yes, them all together back then. Yeah, and they knew that that dude that was played by Josh Lucas, the guy that's the voice for Lowe's and Home Depot or whatever. I love um, Josh Lucas. and I don't know that I don't know the real guy's name, but uh, he knew what he was doing. So back then, at the twenty-four Le Mans, you had to run to your car from yeah. your pit box and get yep. in your car and get started. Well, Ken Miles was further up towards the front. So Bruce McLaren, and since it's an endurance race, and it's not measured by laps, it's measured by distance traveled. McLaren had started further back. So when they made the decision to line all the cars up. They knew. And then they all crossed the line. They knew that McLaren was going to get that extra. I think it was 11 feet. So they declared McLaren the winner. Anyway, so McLaren oh. was founded by this guy. So now we hate Bruce. I don't McLaren. know how he slept at night, but Anyway. Uh, they first entered Formula One in 1966 at the Monaco Grand Prix. I can think of worse places to start your F1 career. God, I can um, think of a lot of better places to do. Their stat sheet is, yeah, especially when you're driving it, but their stat sheet is, is kind of disgusting, man. Eight Constructors Championships, 12 Drivers Championships, 183 Grand Prix wins.
1: That's insane.
0: They are the second oldest team on the grid and they are the second most successful team on the grid behind what team ferrari ferrari the, the
1: red dancing horses
0: the red prancing ponies um they've had some crazy notable incidents at at mclaren and i'm going to bring up a few of them um one of them was 1976 or f- 75 was the year of the clash between Nikki Lauda and James Hunt, which, if you've seen the movie Rush, good movie, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. Yep. So Lauda's ahead by 56 points in the championship, and then he wrecks and almost is killed at the Nurburgring when his car catches fire. It's actually more accurate to say his car exploded, but yeah. Um. Anyway, Hunt, you know, kept racing while Lauda was, you know, rehabbing. That's hurt. Yeah. And Lauda comes back, and he's still close enough to win this thing, but he bowed out, like in the last three races or whatever. And James Hunt won the 1975 um, championship in the in the McLaren. Um, another huge moment for them was 1981, and it won't be it won't prove fruitful for seven years, but they designed probably the greatest F1 car known to man, which was the McLaren MP4. Um, if you know anything about F1 cars, you you know what I'm talking about. It was the first F1 car to utilize carbon fiber over aluminum. So that's <laughs> huge because we're still using carbon fiber. Yeah. Um, in 1988, their driver lineup, and just a couple of unknowns, Alain Prost and Ayrton Senna.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just a couple of nobodies off the street. Um,
0: they won fifteen of the sixteen races that year in the MP44. Um, so it's never been repeated since winning all all the races in that season, but one. In fact, yeah, the one crazy. race the one race they didn't win that year was at Monza, and that was because uh Senna got forced off the track and into the wall.
1: Or they would have so, won that one.
0: Yeah, he would have won that one. Um,
1: God, can you imagine your team winning 16 of 16 races
0: no I can't that's insane I I mean Max came close I mean Max what he tied them this year this past year didn't he He I thought he I thought he
1: won I thought he beat the record
0: oh he did beat the record yeah I think he he beat the record of course Um, they had 21 races I'm saying winning every race in a season there's there's a
1: difference between winning I mean like it's the 72 Dolphins argument yeah there's something to showing up every week and winning every week. Yeah. Versus you got 22 chances to win 15 times. That's that, yeah. I realize it's the same amount of wins, but it's a different mentality. It's yeah. Different it's like the mindset. 72
0: dolphins talking to my Pats, the year the Pats went undefeated. And lost oh. the Super Bowl to Eli, which was heartbreaking as a Pats fan. I can't even and imagine. I'm a Cowboys I was hoping, fan. We don't get that stuff. All I was hoping that from the beginning of that game, and you can ask anybody that was at that party was please shut the 72 dolphins up. I'm so sick of hearing about it. <laughs>
1: They're a little popping champagne every time somebody loses.
0: Yeah. And then Plaxico Burris ruins it for us. And then a couple months later, Plaxico Burris gets arrested with a gun in a bar. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. I wish they would have taken the title away. Anyway.
1: And that is how the fuel pod turned into an NFL podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: um, in case you don't know, and McLaren is currently running a Mercedes power unit until 2024. So I think that's important to know too, because even though they're constructing their own car. And if you've seen the, the new car, or if you've seen any of their cars, they're always way different looking than the Mercedes, I think. But here we are. Yeah. So it so says through
1: 2024, have they announced anything after that? Have you heard anything?
0: They haven't. And, you okay. know, I was actually looking for that. Um, Bill Belichick plant. Wow. Brooks, come on, man. <laughs> and, and we were, we were becoming such fast friends. <laughs> next thing you're going to say is mercedes won seven world titles in f1 because they deflated their tires by point zero 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 one four ounces anyway um <laughs> That's exactly prediction for 2023 chad from mclaren you know what I, you know how i feel about it
1: sixth or seventh and that s is going to be really, really loud um
0: i'm going ninth
1: holy crap i about said another word <laughs> two yeah. for one um i'm going ninth maybe haas tenth. is gonna you think no there's no way we if you tenth, really think if they're, they're lucky
0: gonna, ninth is gonna be i'm going solid ninth
1: listen listen you think they're gonna finish ninth in the constructor construct constructors
0: that obviously i do or i wouldn't have said it
1: because here's the deal. We can make this interesting. If you really think that we need to put some kind of embarrassment bet on the deal on the board here. Okay. We're going to think about this before next week, by next Thursday's podcast, we're going to come up with some kind of bet. And the that, sad thing
0: is it won't be embarrassing for me because I love McLaren as a company and I like him as an F1 team, but Steve Lando Norris and Oscar Piastri are going to ruin <laughs> that team.
1: Uh, I mean, I think there's going to be some infighting. I think there's going to be
0: a nuclear meltdown. Yeah, I think there's
1: going to be a, a, some kind of meltdown. But I think that team is too talented to finish ninth. Um, but I think they might finish eighth. Um, because I mean, I just is don't. Is there think any it, difference really, really at that point? There is. If Haas and Williams beat you, shut down the doors. So you think Haas beats them?
0: I think they come in ninth. Behind I think who? Zach, Zach Brown gets removed. A lot of people, I know F1 farmer is rolling around right now because Zach's got so much money involved with McLaren, but I just, I really think two super young drivers that's egos are don't fit in most buildings. Um I, you know, I think they're just asking for trouble, man. I really do.
1: What is wrong with you and Brooks? Brooks thinks Williams might finish sixth or seventh. Oh my god! Yeah, Which I, I mean they did get an influx of golf money, but like, guys, come on! I mean, let's pump the brakes. Let's pump the brakes. Williams is going to finish ninth. Haas is probably going to finish tenth. I cannot see McLaren falling further than eighth. Um. I can't. And I think they might be higher
0: than that. I, th- You know, who knows, but um, um, I got news for you, Chad. So uh, serious news. Hold on. This is just okay. in McLaren will finish ninth. Alpha Tauri will finish 10th.
1: You think Alpha Tauri is going to finish 10th?
0: Williams will finish eighth. Oh my gosh. Haas will um, finish seventh this year.
1: <laughs> Screams an American as Logan Sargent laps the field um so brooks is over here breaking news on us he put reportedly <laughs> mclaren is in talks with red bull Powertrain power units yeah that's kind of cool yeah
0: why not right cool. yeah um
1: but we need to move
0: on brother we're at 40 I minutes i know
1: i know but like we're having some really good conversation here and you guys are melting my brain so you think it's going to be let's let's finish let's finish this up real quickly because it's the week before the races so you think one, two, three, it's some way of Red Bull, Ferrari,
0: Yeah, if I was Mer- at the Mercedes. horse tracks, I'm gonna, Throw I'm those gonna do i am I'm gonna do a tri box bet on Red Bull, Ferrari, yeah. Mercedes.
1: Some order, however it works yeah. out. So and you then you I'm think... gonna
0: do a tri-key on Alpine, um Alpha Romeo and Aston Martin. So Alpha 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 Romeo Alpine will Aston come in fourth. Then Alfa Romeo and Aston Martin yep. can come in fifth or sixth. Okay, got it. So the real so th- fight is seven, eight, nine, and ten.
1: Haas I am is seven. absolutely shocked.
0: Haas is seven. Nico Haas Hulkenberg is, seven. is on a mission. They've got a Ferrari power unit, which I think is going to be better this year. Okay. Um. So I've got them in seven. Williams in eight. Um. McLaren and nine, AlphaTauri 10. Maybe AlphaTauri nine and McLaren 10, but it could go either way. I mean, if
1: it's 10, if they finished nine, 10, and Brooks is putting his on here for anybody watching on YouTube, you can look on here and Brooks has got all of them going down. And he is obviously in the know here. Um, He's got Aston Martin at three and Ferrari at four, Jay. Well, well um, that's
0: unfortunate. <laughs> so,
1: so what happens if McLaren goes 10 or nine? Nothing. I mean, Brown gets fired. Maybe if they go nine or 10. I mean, like you got to think real hard about Lando being the future of your program, right?
0: Here's the thing. You're not even thinking about Chad at all. And yeah. you're not even bringing this into the argument and you should, wow. um, Andreas Seidel, okay. Andreas Seidel for years has been, you know, the, uh, racing in- director at McLaren under Zach Brown. Okay. And last year, he got to see all of his work come to fruition and then come into fifth. They wanted fourth, but they weren't as fast as Alpine. Plus, to be fair, Danny Rick wasn't doing his job. Yeah. yeah. So, technically, if they had a driver that could have done his job, they could have beat Alpine to the mark and came in fourth. Okay. Andreas Seidel left McLaren. Guess where he went? Where'd he go? Alfa Romeo
1: to I'll take try. over
0: Fred Vassar's job because Fred went to Ferrari. And here's another thing. This just in, Andreas Seidel was at Alfa Romeo before. Knows the team, knows how they work already. Could hit the ground running from day one. Okay, I left that. I left that on purpose. I let that one just simmer there for a little bit. Sometimes it's know. not the car or the driver. Sometimes it's the people running the show.
1: So you think that guy is going to be the difference between fifth, fourth slash fifth, and ninth slash 10?
0: Well, you know, this is another thing where it benefits me watching a lot of <laughs> series of racing. Andreas Seidel is also huge in the endurance market. Okay. And trusted and extremely successful. Uh, both with Audi, done a lot of work in like with the 24 hour Mans, a bunch of different things. Um, yeah, I'm a firm believer in that guy. Absolutely.
1: Okay. All right, Jay. We what if, do have I to haven't move said forward.
0: anything about Egon.
1: <laughs> Mike had to get in here, man. Yeah, um, the other thing I'm
0: going to say about he, Egon is he gone. <laughs> <laughs> Egon gone.
1: All right, so yeah. let's move into... We're All right, we have We only got about... Yeah, we got about 20, got me, about 20 minutes. I just, man, F1's back that gummit. I want to talk about it. Okay.
0: That's oh, no, all you ever want. To and talk Brooks about is giving us this all kinds of stuff. F1. And
1: and and we're getting good. Mike's in here. Brooks in here. Everybody's talking. And I'm just enjoying talking yeah, F1. This is kind okay. of
0: fun trying to keep up with it. I feel like I'm so on like, some kind of MTV charity 24 hour <laughs> telethon thing. We'll um, do that next time. GT right, so World, World Challenge. We haven't talked about it in a while. I'm going to cover it very quick because the only thing we really have going on is uh, pre testing this weekend, which is american for winter testing uh is going on at the new orleans circuit at the nola um but it's important to note that there are four huge car models uh that have been three that have been introduced this year so some of the teams will still be running last year's version or the you know because ferrari for instance has been running the 488 gt3 car for years uh, some of the teams won't be able to afford the new one. The new one introduced this year is the Ferrari 296 GT3. So we we had some technical issues, guys. I had pictures of that. Hopefully, we can get them up on social media this week. But if you just want to Google it, it's the Ferrari 296 GT3. Beautiful car. Uh, so some of the teams will be running that for for sure. The other one is that the Porsche 992 is replacing the aging 991 uh, GT3 car. So that is, and that's a beautiful looking ride. Uh, Did you look at it on the rundown? I did. It's beautiful. It looks really cool. Yeah, it's a pretty car. And even though it's been around forever already, even though I'm old and I feel like it hasn't been around forever, but the Nissan 370Z is on its way out, and they're just going to be running the Nissan Z in GT4. So excited um, to see that car run as well. And that's really the funny thing, my comedy moment for GT World Challenge is Chad, you know when when Gran Turismo, when we first were simming Gran Turismo, and I made fun of Williams by designing a uh F one car livery for GT seven, and it was the only fans wish car. Yeah, funny story. GT World Challenge America this year, the number 43 Porsche is gonna be the OnlyFans car how crazy is it that they're gonna have a car yeah and i would like to think that they saw mine on there and they thought man let's reach out to only fans see if they'll sponsor it of course they did but definitely did a, definitely a situation of uh life imitating art so i was i was it was pretty funny to see that um cool. also uh one of our listeners uh dylan has joined Hi, dylan. The, yeah has joined the a set of Corsa Competizione. He downloaded it. Oh, I like it tonight. So he's getting started on that. So big props out to him and welcome to the real world of uh, virtual racing. Someday you got to let them need for speeds go. <laughs> <laughs> so, anywho, um, Chad, does that buddy? bring us
1: to? Uh, well, uh, we're
0: out of order here because I think you added the NASCAR minute after I did the podiums of back markers. So it's time for your your thing oh it's let's time for it. the
1: nascar minute
0: yes we oh, need right. our intro well, man let's be, be fast it gets its own intro which actually takes time time the whole minute
1: big shout out to mike big shout out to mike if you hear the very uh, beginning of that when it's time for the nascar minute that's all mikey man Dude's a stud. So just real quickly, I'm going to tell you, I forgot we were even going to talk about NASCAR today. I got so excited about F1 and everything. So this is really going to take a minute. It's not going to take long at all. Ricky Stenhouse got the win in the Daytona 500. It's the best thing to happen to him since Danica Patrick Pity dated him. Did you see Um, his
0: TikTok where he showed up at Waffle House after his win?
1: Yeah, I mean, come on. Trevor Lawrence did that
0: a month ago. Come on, dude. And it was almost exactly the same shot. So
1: dumb. So dumb. Yeah um logano got second oklahoma boy christopher bell gets out rounds out the podium in third i know they don't talk about podiums there kyle bush led lap 200 for the first time cried like a baby that it went into ot i'm so sick of, i mean i love kyle bush but i am so sick and tired of his george russell routine if it's everybody yeah. else's fault cry baby cry baby cry baby whatever no accountability no i just i'm tired of it um quick look ahead So, they just
0: announced the winner of the daytime. They don't actually run the cars, do they? They just pick a winner at the beginning because I think they just picked a winner. I didn't see any racing. So, we call me crazy, but I saw 43 cars nose to tail. Wow. Wow. I mean, what's crazy is they drive to survive.
1: Yeah. I loved NASCAR. Yeah. Everybody does. So, they watched watched
0: their very first F1 race, man. I watched.
1: Uh, I watched every. I, I I watched every lap. I you know, and had kids, and and you try to watch as much as possible. But still, I I kept up with it, and now, it is mind numbing. I can't watch it. And somebody put on the board Brooks. I I see down there still. You he had algebra two with Chris Bell. So Brooks is a young guy. I had algebra um, two
0: with a battle axe, dude. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> I'm uh, sorry, <laughs> Miss Justice. If you're still alive, I'm sorry, but oh my God, seriously. <laughs> wow. Uh, Thanks for that nightmare, Chris. That's gonna <laughs> linger. <laughs>
1: so uh I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway, I was going somewhere. So next week, this week, whatever, the 15 straight weeks of racing. Um, Sunday 230 is at California Speedway. It's Jimmy Johnson's home track for Mikey. And this is the I didn't know this until I read it today. Uh this is the last race in the two mile configuration, which I kind of like, I mean, I like the two mile configuration, but they are going to do a half mile track. So you're going to have Bristol Martinsville and then whatever they call this one, California speedway, whatever. It's going to be on the same site. Uh, They said they're working with NASCAR to get approval for it. And they're hoping to open in 2025. So that's kind of cool.
0: Hey man, I did watch an excellent NASCAR race this weekend, but it wasn't the Daytona 500. It was the 1970 Southern 500 at Darlington do you know what kind of
1: crazy you have to be to sit down and watch the 1970 of anything?
0: Well, I call it being a race fan Chad. You can call it whatever you want, but it was a, a more of a race than the Daytona 500. That is so, for that's sure. That's true.
1: Now Brooks put on here. Do they do more than turn left? No, they don't. Um, except but I am really road excited courses. for the Chicago street race. I think that might be fun.
0: I don't know. Didn't, you, didn't we blow off a stat last year? About the fact that their road courses are now getting more, more coverage than their than their oh road they're work. starting to yeah. yeah 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 for sure I mean they're not dumb who calls that. what yeah they're not
1: they're not dumb they see that F one yeah. is floating, and they're 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 doing whatever they can to stay with it um yeah they're not they're not dumb okay now we're ready for podiums and Backmarkers. markers brought to you by hey Brooks you're gonna know this man it's brought to you by Prime Shrimp. Uh, Prime I'm get shrimp. The- prime shrimp and if you use code fuel pod at prime com, you get 25 percent off your first order i don't remember where i was going with that but i did have the i haven't tried all of them like yet EA
0: sports college football label right there
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all, i need some i need a little stat EA line on the days. bottom try this have you so have you got to try the shrimp yet jay
0: i did man so let me tell you what i did with the shrimp so i fixed two of them this weekend okay. this past weekend um, the first one I did as an appetizer was the garlic and herb butter. Okay. Which basically I found out is a shrimp scampi. So who knew, right? So I uh, did that in a small little bowl because there you know, it had that that herb butter liquid that it was in. But uh excellent. It was better than I thought. There were more shrimp in, in the box than I thought. Um easy to do. I couldn't believe how easy it was, is is my point. And I swear I swear, even if they weren't even if we didn't have them as a sponsor right now, I'd tell you, it is very easy to do. It's very easy. Get water very, very boiling, easy. throw the bag in there for seven minutes, flip it two or three times <laughs> during the seven minutes, and it's done. Brooks has um, listened to the,
1: the unofficial 40. It's a restaurant quality meal in only 10 minutes. And actually, it doesn't even take 10 minutes. Yeah. It's about five minutes or four minutes so or whatever it is.
0: I, I also did the French Quarter Alfredo.
1: Yeah. I it, love it's that one.
0: Fixed um, uh, some marinara pasta with uh, meatballs. That's so good. I did like a half and half plate, if you wanted to see it plated. But uh, so it had pasta and meatballs on one side in a marinara, and then on the side, kind of bl- you know bleeding into it was the uh, Alfredo shrimp, and it was excellent, man.
1: Rock on! Well, huge shout out to Prime Shrimp for sponsoring us. If you want to try it out, PrimeShrimp.com Use code FuelPod Brooks. Get you another uh, a load of Prime Shrimp, dude. It's good. All yeah. right, Jay, let's get to our podiums and bat markers.
0: We're gonna be needing that music, homie.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I forgot the music. I'm running on like three cylinders tonight. Okay. Yeah. You're rusty. (laughs) I'm rusty. It's been a minute it's only been a week. There's our podium music. All right, Jay, I'll let you go first. Is
0: it? I don't hear it. It's there. All right. So tonight's a special edition podium. in back. I can hear it now Uh, where we're actually going to be talking about the three most beautiful F1 car reveals and the three worst. Uh, So I'm going to go first from three to one and third place on the podium is Aston Martin. Love it. Looks mean this year. A little too much black on it for me. Um, second is Alfa Romeo. I don't even know what to say about that, that car. It's beautiful. Uh, I mean, it. you can just see the Italy written all in that car everywhere. pizza box. Yeah. And then number one for me is Alfa Tauri. That's, you know, I'm a New totally. England team fan. So, you know. The, well, you think they're going to finish 10th? Whatever. Yeah. It's still a beautiful car. It's going to be beautiful and dead last. So, uh, that's mine
1: we're really close on this mine's alfa romeo and third alpha towery and second i've always loved the bull logo on the back uh, i yeah. think that's like my favorite logo in all of f1 and then i love the mercedes car is jay you know this i love anything that's black or gray or dark i just like dark on dark I, Chad doesn't it's just like my color. thing it's just i i do sometimes but yeah. And a in a car, man. There's something about that black on black Mercedes
0: I think looks really cool. Um yeah. okay You know who hates black on black at Mercedes? Who? Lewis Hamilton. Oh, he crazy. was the one that he talked him into in going it. back to the silver car last year because they're God. the silver arrows. I get it. I yeah. get it. But all right,
1: we got eight minutes, Jay. Let's knock out these uh what's my back marker back cars. Markers.
0: The my third place on the podium for back markers is my favorite team, Ferrari. Yeah. Um it's a Ferrari red car. I get it, and I love it. It's always going to be beautiful to me, but you got to do something with it at some point. And my thought was just, uh, you know how they have the big flag at the races, the big Ferrari flag that, you know, has like 500 people under it? Yep. Just drape that thing on the side, like paint it in, but drape it on the side on both sides. Just going just down the, like big the yellow waving. crest. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think that would be awesome.
1: They could do something with that car to make it look a little snazzier than it does.
0: Yeah, absolutely uh second place for me is williams but that's always probably going to be true not a big williams fan in the first place and my least favorite car is the baskin robbins car as i mentioned last week (laughs) every time i look at it i'm thinking give me a double dip of jamoka almond fudge and a waffle cone um let's ditch the pink find a new sponsor um mine's really close so ferrari just because it's boring
1: um i get it it's classic yeah. I, okay so brooks I, this is where you and i you, you probably
0: like uh i agree with the, you brooks you can't fix the, perfection that part y- I you probably
1: like the same old college football uniforms every time no 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 unity anthracite um i love all that stuff i love all the weird and crazy and nuance which is weird because i just like black on black car anyway it doesn't matter ferrari just because it didn't change red bull same thing i wish they would have done the white livery i think that one's sweet and alpine not because of what you don't like I, I i don't mind the pink i just think the pink and blue and and it just it doesn't go together real well that's i don't know did it you looks not like, read
0: the discord this week that's what i it told
1: it just it's weird i think they if they did some neon pink instead of pepto bismol pink i think it would be i think it'd be a lot better than it is yeah but whatever it's not that's yeah. uh, it's above my pay grade right yeah uh fuel pod news i just got I mean, a couple things just a reminder we a couple that the, things i gotta remember
0: the World Rally Championship is going to be back in action on the 16th of March at Mexico. That's a pretty good track. Usually there's some rain. It's in kind of some loose gravel dirt. It's a fun track to run. Um if you have WRC Generations or 10, give it a go. It's it's some good stages on there. And last uh, for me, IndyCar same weekend at St. Pete as the F1 race, so Yeah, I won't be watching the IndyCar race. (laughs) Well, maybe I will because it's in the U.S., so it'll probably play at a normal time. Yeah, we'll be at 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, we'll be doing 4 o'clock in the morning at Bahrain probably. What are you making us
1: for breakfast this year?
0: Uh, I don't know. What kind of
1: culturally appropriate meal are you going to make this year, Jay?
0: I don't know, man. I have no idea. Probably hummus. Okay. (laughs) 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 It doesn't sound like a breakfast food to me. Uh,
1: Hummus Um, is always a breakfast food. Real quickly, if you're listening to us on ESPN Paris 105.1, thank you for tuning in. Remember to text 1-800, or actually don't put the one in there, 800-786-5489. Use code word FUEL, F-U-E-L. I've got it up on the screen. If you're listening to us on the podcast, 800-786-5489, code word FUEL. Those tickets are from ESPN Paris, one hundred five point one for the Texas motor speedway truck race and the Indy car race. And you'll get to hang out with us. We're going to be there. We're going to be live broadcasting down out right above pit road. Um, it's going to be a pretty cool time. We'll be out and about. I'll have my kids there with me. I'm sure you'll have your kids with your boys there with you. So we'll be out and about watching the race. It's going to be a good time. Um, real quick
0: Brooks. We did actually talk about the, the Mercedes zero side pod gills. Um, Just find our go into our archive, find our last week's episode, which is paint it black. And we do talk about uh, the The zero pod. Yeah, the zero Zero pod. pod, Yeah. Uh,
1: See, we have turned Brooks into a super fan. It took one week and he's like, going. I like these two old guys talking F1.
0: Now I just need, we just need, you know, five, 10,000 other people. Brooks, we
1: need you. We also need you to pick up F1 2022 and ACC on PlayStation or whatever. So you can start racing with us. Yeah. Um. Speaking of that, if you want to race with us, our Twitch, you can watch us race. Terrible racing, even though I won the last one. Uh, I'm Chad H610 on Twitch.
0: And I am, wait for it, Chad, jneal <laughs> 729 I changed and, it. Oh, did you really? I, yes, I'm the same on both.
1: Oh, you get to be with me the same on both. So awesome. No. All right, on Twitter, I'm Chad 610
0: And I am still... J Neil seven twenty nine. Still,
1: finally, still J Neil seven twenty nine. Yeah. So you can catch us every Thursday night if you want to watch us live on YouTube or or Facebook. I've got it on my Facebook right now. That will eventually change into the Fuel Pod Facebook, uh, or just yeah. on Twitch. We have a Fuel Pod Twitch too, where you can watch this every Thursday night right around nine o'clock. Tonight we were running a little late because my kiddos didn't want to go to bed. Uh, right around nine o'clock, or every Saturday morning at nine a.m. on ESPN Paris one o five point one.
0: Don't forget to hit the store. Get you some merch. Berks, oh, yeah, I don't know yeah. if you knew we had it, but if you could flash up, Chad, I know you yep, got there it. Is. Yeah, there, there it, is. it is. Go to the FuelPod Etsy store. Get you a shirt. Get you a Yeti. Get you whatever you want. We got all kinds of stuff on there. We got Jay the does has bags, some awesome um, designs. So, yeah, if you want to go to the race, you don't want to carry a bunch of stuff around, get you a drawstring bag uh, with the pod logo. We got hoodies out there. We got all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, it's get on cool. there and it's get good, you some stuff.
1: Good material um jay any closing thoughts before we get out of here man
0: i I do not man
1: all right thank you guys (laughs) (laughs) thank you guys for listening and we will see you next thursday at about